What the fuck do you think this is? Amateur hour? Welcome to Hanging Loose, a disc golf podcast. Hosted by Shanked DG and Spicy Boy. Today's guest, winner of the Four Claw Zone, Carrie Finnegan. Welcome to Hang Loose Podcast. I'm Shake DG with with me as always a Spice Boy DG. How you doing? What? Why are you talking at a thousand miles an hour? Are you okay? <laughs> I got scared. Who hurt you? That was so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Today's, today's a little iffy day, but we're you know we're here for it. We're here. Uh, hang on. How was your week? We're hanging loose. <laughs> hanging the whole. Uh, week was good. Um, I'm, I guess not much more to give since the last time you heard from us was technically two days ago, but you know, this will come out in the future. So hello from the future or from the past. He's telling me, sure. telling you our recording secrets. Unbelievable. Oh, never mind. We're, we're recording this on boxing day, the 26th. Yeah. Boxing day. Yeah, all good. Um, today at work, I handled so many hams. It was, it was a lot of hams. Eighty count of twenty pound hams, if memory serves. Yep, eighty count of twenty pound hams. I've never had hams delivered to me on a pallet. Like <laughs> that's so. It's too many hams. So I got to play uh, Christmas, or I got to get the, got to play Santa Claus at work today. And walk around and give everyone the card from the company. Everyone got a ham. And then everyone also got like a backpack. And uh, got to walk around to every department of the dealership and hand out hams. And uh, about halfway through, I just, I kind of lost my mind a little bit. And I was like, here's a ham, Merry Christmas. Here's a ham, Merry Christmas. <laughs> like Jesus. Oh, it was t- too much, and I also have a ham, and it's in my fridge, and it almost took my shelf down because it's so heavy. So But, uh, yeah, that was my day at work. Um, wish I could be frothing more. Uh, it's supposed to be nice this weekend, and I'll be in Oklahoma, so I'll be um, throwing my arm off so I can recover over the winter. Throwing his arm off. All right, mm-hmm. well, that's not exciting. I didn't do much of shit today. I did the day job and uh, got off and went and played. I should have been like six or seven under more than I was, but I just wasn't making putts today. Just wasn't in the right mindset to be playing my best golf. But my buddy JB, I know he listens, so hello, JB. Shout out, JB. Uh, two rounds in a row, I, th- I believe, or two rounds within a week at Los Olivos. 14 under par. Ooh. Like the man is on fire. He was making putts from like 60 feet today under yeah. low ceiling, next Dang. to a tree, bullet straight in. Wasn't this. He was killing. It. So he's definitely the best player in our group. I think. I'm sorry if that offends anyone else either. But I think it's a pretty well known fact at this point. I'm. Is this story time? It's a story time. JB's oh, the story shit. today on my side. Heck yeah. I have, I, I was just given, I was just fluffing, you know, being a, I'm a professional fluffer. He uh, is. I can't confirm. You should see how <laughs> brownie I am before we get recorded. <laughs> uh, 
I do have a fun one today. Uh, it's an old story, but uh, kind of gives a little background into who I am. So when I was a burgeoning teenager, like 15, 16, I was an Alex Jones listener. Oh, God. And uh, I know, I know, I was a big conspiracy nut. Um, but uh, I don't know this, that anyone could ever this, take him seriously when he yells. It makes me laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. It's so goddamn funny. It got <laughs> the water's making the frogs gay. It's making the frogs gay. Uh, but um, uh, this was pre uh, tragedy stuff that cost him billions of dollars. So mm. um, it was back when he was still just kind of funny and not uh, a dickhead. But mm. um, I got to the point where I was calling into his show and uh, I called into his show several times, never got through because there's it's silly amount of people that call in there. But I did get in through one day, but it was towards the end of like my stint of listening to him. And people thought he was, there was a conspiracy around Alex Jones, right? That he was Bill Hicks. But like after he died, like Bill Hicks faked his death and became Alex Jones. Bill Hicks is a um, old comedian yeah. from back in the day. And I, uh, I called in. And uh, I asked him, like, are you Bill Hicks? And he was not expecting it. And he went on a rant. And he's like, you're a jackass. Rah, rah, you know, so one of so since then, one of my one of the highlights of my life is being called a jackass by Alex Jones. I, I would absolutely love that. And uh, if anyone watching this cares to go back and listen to or find that, it was probably like 2015, 2016. No, earlier than that, 2013, 2014. Uh, I've looked and looked and looked, and I cannot find it. But uh, I I need that clip in my life again. I don't even know where you'd find it at this point because he's banned on all platforms. But I guess not Twitter anymore, right? He came back. The, the Andrew Tate method. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shank DG called Jackass by Alex Jones. We'll find it. The closest story time that I have to that would be um, in 2017, I believe it was. I'd have to check the date on my Instagram. But I was the Thanksgiving quote of the day for Dr. Disrespect. Oh, hell yeah. So I... Donated five bucks because, you know, that's the only way to get them to read stuff. And also, mm -hmm. I enjoy the guy's content. You should absolutely support people that you enjoy the content of. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I got to spike the lens. The quote was, mashed potatoes, six pounds consumed minimum, um, stuffing their heads down their necks, uh, <laughs> with phone, grab it, and snap it. And then... He's, he's like, quote of the day. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's, and you know, he's, he's got like sued. I've never seen someone so minimally canceled in my life. And that's not to discredit him making millions of dollars on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. I know he was making more on Twitch, but like. Yeah. I, if I, if memory serves me, it was probably the lamest attempt to cancel someone. That's what I mean. Like they did. Like, he yeah. just got more famous. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah. Weird how that 
happened because it was it had something to do with TwitchCon, right? He was in the bathroom with someone. Is that right? Well, he got banned for that for three months, I think, if memory serves. I don't remember what the length of time was. Thirty days, three months, something like that. And then out of nowhere, June of twenty nineteen, I think it was twenty eighteen, they just perma banned him. And he said that he knows why, but won't disclose it, and Twitch won't disclose it because huh. I think they feel like they don't. It's not a good enough reason that if people found out that that was why they banned him, that they would absolutely not support Twitch. I mean, Twitch loves to shoot themselves in the foot. So. Yeah. Uh, artistic nudity. Listen, leave me alone. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it Wait, back. I could do like full right. shaft stream. Full shaft stream. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna find this clip of you. What? So I'm gonna find this clip of you if it's like the last. Oh, good. Good luck, dude. It's he did live stream podcasts every day for like four hours. <laughs> Sounds like oh. a couple of disc golf nerds I know. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that's my story time. Uh, Spicy boy is was a quote of day quote of the day for Doctor Disrespect. Uh, it was called a jackass by Alex Jones. Um, so, that's, great. that's probably my height of my fame. Probably, I, I I'd be curious to know how many people heard that right because that, that was pre like because like. The quote unquote podcast was really just like a radio show. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd be interested to know. Anyways, uh, what, what we got for disc picks this week? I have a couple. Um, so there are three mainstream disc golf shops in the Phoenix area there's Spinners on the Green, which does the Memorial Championship, yeah. Stelly Sharp Memorial, the Phoenix Ladies Open. Um, and then on the West side, we have uh, <laughs> Dynamic Discs Phoenix, which is Ricky White Sockey's store that he opened here, and that's um, out by Conocito. They host plenty of events. They just none of them are coming to mind right now, and I apologize to them. They're very good guys, Jay and Brian and everybody that works there. Um, and then in the middle of the city, not far from me, we have a small store called Chumba Discs. Chumba, and Chumba, C H U M B A. Hmm. Chumbawamba. And uh, the guy that works there, his name's Quentin. And super good. Tarantino? Yeah. It's, you know. Damn. He's got a foothold on the disc golf. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He recommended this insanity, so I picked it up. And uh, I haven't thrown it yet, but I'm excited to. I did take the sticker off. What plastic is it? Christ. Neutron? Neutron? Yeah, that's a good one. Insanity, Neutron, Axiom Discs. And then the second thing I got on sale at Spinners was the um, Ash Evil Dead Halloween Globa. Oh, heck yeah. I think we can get Bruce Campbell on this show. Oh, my God. I mean, we already have one movie star confirmed, I guess. What? Oh, shit. (laughs) No, but seriously, guys, super fucking stoked. I've been like so from the start of my my account, right? The Shank DG, whatever, whatever that is, I was like I didn't swear. And I think that was because of some weird notion in my head that like 
I wouldn't get hired by a disc golf company if I was if I said swear words. I don't know why, but the last and then it just became a thing. Like I'm like it's like uh, Nick A30 on like that does the Fortnite streams. I'm family friendly, but um, but it also doesn't make sense because I'm like I'm family friendly. Also, fuck the police. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've kind of given up on that on the no swearing thing. So. I don't yeah, know what fuck that's about. kids, you know? <laughs> fuck them kids. I say yeah. that all the time. Whenever we're in the park and there's like a family of four walking in front of the basketball court, I'm going to shit them. Yeah. And I say, <laughs> what's that Michael Jordan quote? Then someone on my card in that day. Fuck them kids. My disc pick for the day is a, I've got a Neutron Trace, I want to say it is. Uh, it's fully blacked, blacked out. Uh, careful, fully blacked out. Um, and uh, I had a trace back, but it was like plasma, proton plasma, or MVP plastics are the worst, I think, in terms of like remembering what they're called, at <laughs> least for me. But um, it was like a, definitely a plasma something, but it was like their premium plastic. And it's supposed to be like a Wraith clone, like it's 11, 5, neg 1, 2, I think. Um, but it was the most overstable piece of garbage I ever thrown. That that old one, and I gave it away to somebody because I was like, "This is just like this is more overstable than a destroyer. Like I don't want this garbage. Get it out of here." Mm-hmm. And then I picked up a new trace, and I want to say it's neutron plastic, and it is a godsend disc. Like it is, I throw it flat, it'll turn a little bit, and then it'll fade a little bit. And I'm getting easy 360 out of it. It's not my 400 feet foot disc. That's still my Hades. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I have a 280 disc, and that's as high as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a panic. I'm loving that trace right now. It's it's definitely replaced my Wraith. I'm trying to go full MVP bag. Uh, I think the the Hades is going to be my last uh, holdout because I just can't find anything that flies like a Hades. Like I can release that thing on a stupid amount of hyzer, flip up, turn, come back and get just crazy distance, or I could roll it. It's just, um, it's, it's one of my favorite discs I've ever owned. Do you have a fission wave? I have thrown waves. Um, I feel like if I were to beat, beat one in enough, it would fly like uh specifically uh, are very understable. Okay. That's the closest MVP disc I've thrown to a Hades, but we're amateurs, so everyone please feel free to correct me in the comments. Okay. Well, I've heard that too, that the, the, the wave is about as close as you're going to get to, because I think the Hades is, what, 12, 5, neg 3, 2, something like that. Um, I don't remember. I do have a, I do have a wave right now, but it's a glow wave. So mm-hmm. it's it's stupid overstable. It's one of those OTB, yeah. OTB glow waves. I also so, have one of those with the Fox stamp on. Yep. Shout out OTB and Spicy Boy. Shout out my sponsors, OTB, uh, Shanked, Premier Flight. And uh, it's so exciting because I have a box of OTB discs at home. Or I am home, but like at the lady's house. And... Uh, I get to go through them when I get over there tonight. So if there's anything real extra special, 
keep an eye on Twitter. We'll see. Keep an eye on Twitter yesterday when we were recording this, or four days ago, or whenever we're going to release it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know the schedule right now. Next Wednesday, right? Yeah, this will come out next Wednesday on YouTube. Twenty-seven. Okay. Yep. Go back, scroll back a few days, throw my stupid ass post that I like at night, and then find the pictures that I'm going to have posted tonight. And there are going to be some giveaways from there. OTV's been really supportive. I appreciate it. Yeah. The the amount of people that are propping us up as a, uh, what would you, you call it last week? A fledgling podcast? Fledgling. Um, this is fledgling. episode five. Yeah, episode five. Also, broke the curse. Get wrecked, Papa Wolf. Yeah, you owe us a discount code, bitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, he's like, also been wildly supportive. Offered that completely free of. Yeah, I, he's. I, I don't know what his problem is. He's probably a little crazy for doing it, but um, <laughs> big appreciate. He's given given away three discs now, a mug, a hat, and a discount code to his store, which. To be fair, also serves him, but is really cool for a little little podcast like us guys. Well, um, I mean, it might also, serve us if we get enough people to use it. That's fair. Uh, shout out Chris BDG for this thing. I forgot I had it. It's sick. He made like mini discs. Uh, his well, his girlfriend made mini discs, and uh, they, that's the OG Shank logo before the bear. Hey um, bear, What's the one that's on my team Shank jersey. Yep, that that's. Do you not love this? Oh, that's sick! I didn't even realize it was baskets and stuff. Yeah, this is from uh, DiscStore.com. I got it last year, and here's the best part. Ugh. Spicy boy. <laughs> Let's go. That's sick. Got it. Got it personalized. So this is my winter disc golf shirt that I wear too many times. Heck yeah! Well, we have a form. Uh, what what are we called? I got something form. Um, I got some form. I got some form. Uh, we had that lined up, but we got Mr. Carey, 43 East, in the lobby waiting to hop on so he can join in. The green He's in the green room, as they say. Uh, no brown M&Ms. So, no brown M&Ms. Wow. <laughs> that's Sounds a little Alex Jonesy. <laughs> who is what was that? Ref- what is it? Is that reference? That's um, J Lo wanted white, like no blue M Ms or something. I don't remember the original. Yeah. Oh, my reference is probably a st- stupid fucking Family Guy reference. Get this guy in here. What up, Carrie? Hey guys. How you doing? Yeah, I, think that, I think that's a common rider on like the rock stars backstage. Oh yeah. The, the no M Ms. The no brown M Ms or all brown M Ms or all something. Yeah, it's it's to uh, get them to. Um, uh, it's like a clause, so they don't have to pay them if something happens. Yeah, kind of deal. Uh, yeah, and then I think it's just a flex. Yeah, you, know, you have to have your special rider. Like, I'll yeah. do your show, but there needs to be an IPA sitting nearby, and <laughs> no round M and M's, right? Heck yeah, no that, that was the exact reference. I just looked it up. Good job. Good memory. Heck yeah. Um, so, Carrie. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no worries. How does it feel to be the very first giveaway winner on Hanging Loose Podcast? That was friggin' awesome. Like, that was yeah, I, I contacted Brian right after the show. I'm like, please do not DM him. I want to give it to him on the show. And nice. uh, the episode came out before we could record this, so you saw it anyways. But 
that being said, thank you for watching this show. That's really cool that you found out that you were the winner just by watching. So I guess that's that's uh, probably the best way to find out. Way more fun. Yeah. How does it feel to meet your heroes? I got to say. How'd you react? Meet your heroes, right? Or don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Can we turn him up just a bit? I can turn him up a little bit. Yeah, that works. Um, How did you... Were you uh, driving when you found out? Kind of freaked out? Crashed your car? Uh, no, no. I was I was working. Working. Through the podcast on. Uh, the benefit of working from home is you can you know listen to podcasts oh. and watch disc golf and you know watch movies and everything else. Absolutely. I have stuff in the background. My latest. Uh, this just proves how dorky I am. But my latest background while working is the Amazing Race. Oh. Dude, I love that show. I never watched it when it was, you know, normally on, but I Mm -hmm. just discovered it. So it's just playing constantly in the background. And it's it's really just people telling me to hurry up just the entire time. (laughs) While I'm working, just a sense of urgency, just going, going, going. Go, go, go. I'm trying. Just typing away. Yeah. The spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm working, it's either like the Game of Thrones soundtrack or usually the original Halo combat. Is that just Ooh. video game music is designed to push you toward a goal audibly. And so like yeah. having that on is, oh, it's just the best. So bringing it back around to disc golf here lately, I've gotten to a thing when, before the round starts, if it's like a tournament round or a rated mm-hmm. round, you know, some, you know, it's a big thing. I'll turn on my uh, movie music playlist on Spotify to get that. And okay, actually, last week, the Game of Thrones theme popped on there right before as I'm warming up putting. Nice. And, uh, kind of fed through. Yeah. Nice. That actually brings up a, re- a really good point. Like, uh, um, we'll go around Robin here. Uh, what Do you guys have like a pre-tournament routine? Me? I don't have a set one yet. No? Just just I'm, the movie soundtrack? Uh, but part of it is, so my son is really into the Beatles, which is great. The Beatles are fantastic list too. And we listen to that as we're driving to the course, but it's not like so. Yeah, I let him listen to that. But then when we get to the course, as I'm walking to my hole, I'll just pop on real quick and at least get kind of a. But as far as like, I should try to throw 15 putts. But the other thing I've gotten into is I will go out the day before or maybe the two days before, depending on how long it's been since I've played, mm-hmm. and putt 25 times from like just from like 20 feet, just. Not 25 times, putt until I make it 25 times. Oh, wow. Just to get that routine down. I'd be out there all day. It takes 50 tries, it takes 50 tries. But you know what I mean? Like just <laughs> you know, putt 25 <laughs> times just to kind of get into the, the habit of putting. Because yeah, otherwise absolutely. I get there Saturday morning and I forgot what putting is. Yeah. That's me with every round. I've only ever played one sanctioned tournament. What? I don't, I don't really. I'm posting on weekends sometimes and i don't you know uh, i don't get a lot of tournament time but the nice thing about that is since they don't play my rating never really drops so i'm still 850 rated even though i play about 720 worth <laughs> but i always eat like i will go to there's a denny's right by spinners which is where almost all the tournaments are so i'll just go and like have a full ass breakfast and make sure to- oh heck yeah I, you know, get an energy drink in and then miss a, I, I putt until I miss 25 times, so I'm off pretty quick. There you go. And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm sure if I played more tournaments, I would absolutely have a rhythm because I was a baseball player for a long time and we're very superstitious and like, you know, I got to put my socks on left and right. You got to, you know, mm-hmm. handful of 12 seeds. Exactly. Yeah. I have set shirts I have to wear. And... Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I usually, um, uh, slam a monster or a bang or something like really load myself up with too much caffeine, <sighs> smoke, smoke a little bit. Um, I generally don't drink during tournament rounds. I'll have like at all or like alcohol. Cause... Alcohol. No, I'll have my, I'll have like my water. <laughs> you should drink your water, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I drink my water. Um, yeah, I'll smoke. And then, um, I don't really practice putt before tournaments because in my experience, like early tournaments, I would sit and just sit at the practice basket and just putt and putt and putt. And I'd get to a point where like, I'm starting to make them all right. But then you quit, put, you quit putting, go to your hole and then you're cold again. And then you get frustrated because you're not making any of your putts. So really I get there. I slam my monster. Uh, I'm, having next to a heart attack and then get to my hole and uh yeah i mean i don't have too much of a i i get there a, usually about an hour and a half early which is way too early like i'm there before the tv a lot of times right but um i just like to sit and just soak up the the morning and because i play a lot of two round c tiers like two round same day c, c tiers so uh, getting there early, chilling, getting to your hole, and then, um, yeah. So I'm picturing you like when they yell two minutes, and you just crack open that monster, throw it down, <laughs> shotguns, <laughs> you know, just rip your disc as soon as they say start. Right? Yup, that's that's about <laughs> accurate. I can see the starter just struggling to say your name before rips and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're you're throwing so fast, like ah. I'm just like, sprinting from the parking lot. I want someone to just just clip him saying "get to my hole" and that's it, and put that on Twitter, please. Thank you. Here, I'll, I'll give you a clean. All right, ready? Get to my hole. How <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, that's please. That, that's that's dirty. <laughs> oh man they're um, trying to be currency violations so bad right we gotta let's get tate on here immediately right um, commentate one of her only fans live streams oh um, that's too good of an idea <laughs> i'm gonna get in trouble for that one um no oh. so the uh we were talking earlier carrie about you we were like i don't what are, what are we going to ask him and we both were kind of like we don't know what to talk about so give us what give us like the high level who's who's at 43 east wp so yeah who is me right um in the disc golf world who am i i i first started playing like 2008 2007 something like that you know somewhere around there and you know a, a co-worker this is when i worked in a restaurant business a co-worker said, hey, you should play disc golf. I was like, like froth? <laughs> He's like, yes, just like froth. And I went out and played. I was like, oh, that actually was a lot of fun. But he was a co-worker, and when you work in a restaurant business, you don't actually, you're never really off with your co-workers again 
because mm-hmm. everybody's always working. Uh, so for the next 10 years or so, I went out and played by myself, which meant that I had like no coaching. I didn't even realize you could do anything to get better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never, never bothered like researching it. And, you know, yeah. and to the point that if I threw in the disc, went left, I was like, okay, so I just turn right and throw that way and let it fall back into the fairway. That was yeah. how I threw a straight. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. but I enjoyed it. I went out, got in the woods, got to walk around. Um, 2020 came around, you know, COVID came around, and that's when everybody decided to play disc golf. Mm-hmm. One of that was, I was at this point now I'm working from home because I wasn't in an office and they said, go home. I said, okay, out of the restaurant business, which is nice because I could see my family and spend time with my kids. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> right? So, right. My boys at that time, I had two sons, and at that time they were 10 and 12, and they were taking school from home. And if you have two boys that age, you know you have to get them out of the house. Yeah. Or somebody's going to die, right? Like, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. It might be me. So <laughs> during our lunch break, we would go to the course that's nearby. We have a little city course near, near us that's about a 10-minute drive, nine holes, two tees and two baskets in each hole. None of the holes, at least if you're playing shorts like we were, none of the holes are longer than 250 feet. You know, they're all kind of... Yeah. Yeah. There's a nice creek through the middle that you can lose your disc in, but other than that, it's... Yeah, it's fun. Um, and I started taking them out, and my younger one especially really started kind of getting good and started enjoying it. Started playing. I was like, wow, this, this kid's getting kind of good. That's like, so where'd you learn that? He goes, YouTube. I was like, oh. Is disc golf on YouTube? He's like... Yeah, Dad. <laughs> There's a bunch of disc golf on YouTube. Like, no, no, no. Um, but he started getting good, and then you know, like anything, you start playing the course, and we're there almost every day in the middle of the day. And then almost every other day after work, we're going back out and playing, and because he's really enjoying. It. And then we start meeting the locals, you know, the, the guys in the club, and yeah, and they're super helpful. Uh, the I gotta support them. The the Blue Ridge Disc Golf Club. Um, uh, shout out. Shout out. It's, uh, you know, the greatest club in the country, although I'm sure. Hey, watch it. Good, you know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been real, Carrie. Have a good night, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, what happened? He got dropped from the call. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, they're a great group of guys. And it was one of the things where I was like, oh, you guys play Friday nights? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. So I went out first on a Friday night and played. Um, I still remember my very first hole with the group. They had me start on seven, which is like this. It's only a 150 foot shot, right? And there's mm-hmm. a big hill on your left, and there's a drop off to a creek on the right. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm not going to embarrass myself. I'm just going to throw a putter. Yeah, it's 150 feet. Yeah. In theory, you can just like jump putt, right? And I've heard it. Right. So I'm just going to wow. throw a putter. And I just yank that thing straight right, like 300 feet across the creek all the way over. And I'm like, <laughs> what the so fuck, you guys are Richard? Gonna, like, yeah. You guys are going to like kick me out, right? <laughs> And they're like, no, man, it's cool. Yep. <laughs> and you know, they're like, so this is what happens when you do this. <laughs> You're out of bounds. <laughs> oh. Taught, yeah, you know, I mean, they kind of taught me some of the rules. And, mm-hmm. and everybody was was really cool and, and really great. I did that for like two weeks. And I was like, hey, I got this kid that really enjoys playing. They're like, I'll oh, bring him out. And I was like, all right. Then he came out, and uh, they all love him. They're like giving him discs and, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're great. You sh- here. You should throw this blizzard. You know, blah blah. And like he whips it 250 feet straight down the fairway at 10. And we're like, all right. So 
he got into it. And then uh, as brothers do, once one starts getting good at something, then especially the older one's like, all right, well, I'm going to get good too. So he starts practicing and they start playing. So now the two of them are way better than me. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean. And it, it's it's just a lot of fun. So now I kind of started out back then. The identity was I was that guy with the two kids. Right. Um, and I, I branched out. Now I kind of have my own identity with it. But at the same yeah. time, encouraging them, you know, the kids always come first. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, uh, especially when you were first talking about the podcast. I was like, oh, amateur disc golf. That's great because that's all my kids do, right? Because yeah, disc golf is amateur disc golf. And I don't know what your scene looks like, you know, where we're all from and that sort of stuff. But Virginia has a tremendous junior scene. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, there's a kid in my area. Um, names escaping me at the moment, but uh, I've met him at four different tournaments and we're always on the same card. Uh, I think it's because I'm MA three and he's junior 18 or whatever it is at June 17. Um, uh, but he whoops my ass back and forth every time we play. Yeah. And it's like these kids that are coming up today playing this game are insane. Like and, I'm yeah. Go ahead. sorry. I was going to say that's what's wild is, watching these kids play because you know first you're kind of in this club and they're the only kids anybody's ever seen play you know in their world yeah like oh they're amazing blah blah then we start playing these junior events within the state and they're like oh that kid's really good and like oh okay and then you know you start playing with them and then Mm -hmm. we went to uh the junior worlds the past two years out oh wow yeah and and then it's something like wow that that pond is so freaking big because those kids are sick i mean yeah, just to I think my older son he's 16 now, so he was in uh, MJ 18, and just to make the cut into the last day to be the top 40 percent, you had to shoot 950 rated golf all week. Which, wow, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was tremendous. Dang. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's it's it, it, it's wild to watch these kids play, um, but then you get you get to watch these really good kids play too, which is kind of nice, and I it's really rare that you meet a, a jerky kid. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Like almost every kid you meet at these junior events are great kids. I mean, yeah, we, uh, that's I, really I, cool. Yeah. It's a great experience. We were, uh, this year when we were at junior worlds, the first day we got there, we went to Eureka and we we're playing there. And, and of course we flew into Eureka and don't know where to go. So we just, we saw these kids with, backpacks and disc golf courses or bags we're like hey that's where we go so we parked next to them and they we got out of the car and they looked at us and say hey do you guys know where to go we're like thought you did <laughs> <laughs> so we're like all right well let's walk around and this is just like a practice this is like saturday evening you know what i mean so we start yeah. walking around we find the first team um this is a eureka permanent course they play and it was a, this group of kids from norway and they said well do you guys want to play with us I'm like well yeah Wow. And we played with this group of kids in Norway. One of them actually made it to the final four in MJ 18. Um, but they were all wow. great, great guys. And it was that group that you run into all week long. Like, hey, look, it's the Norwegians. And they're like, hey, look, it's the Finnegan. You know, and we just yeah. <laughs> running around in the clogs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and it, it was kind of cool. And at one point, we're, as we're playing, I heard my older son talking to one of the kids. He goes, you know, you're the first person I've met that lives in a different country. And I was like, what? That's not right. And then I was like, there, you have kids 
from in your school from other countries. Goes, well, I've met kids who are from other countries in the fear, but that was like the first person he's like legitimately met that lives in another country, like actively lives. Gotcha. And and traveled out here. Yeah, to mix that culture and like get that experience. I was like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, go. There you go. That made the trip worthwhile. You absolutely. You found out that what kind of golf is like versus. <laughs> yeah. That kind of brings up some recent news, actually, um, with the uh, 2025 Worlds being held in uh, Nokia, right? Yes. That's pretty pretty sick. Um, A weird amount of backlash on Twitter about uh, it being held because, like, apparently World equals America. and. but I think it's the first time like worlds actually kind of feels like a world championship, right? Cause it's, it's not here. It's yeah. in, it's in Europe. It's in, um, it's a world Finland. Yeah. Is that where it is? Yeah. Nokia Finland at the beast, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the, it's where they hold the European open. Yeah. It's a great course. You can play on uh Disco Valley, I think mm-hmm. not to obviously promote, anything other than that but that's the closest most of us are going to get to experience yeah i uh i am so excited for it because if you've ever watched post-produced coverage the galleries in europe are like oh. five times the size of ours and puts I us to shame oh so i'm so amped for worlds in 20 yeah it's it's going to be awesome and like i can see the kind of um backlash in terms of like oh you know disc golfers don't make a ton of money a lot of the pros aren't going to be able to play at worlds but it's you know if you're playing well enough to think that you might have a chance at worlds you should have made enough in tournament winnings to be over there or your sponsor should give shit enough to pay for your ticket to be over there not like, just that didn't they all just go over there this past summer? For uh, that was kind of, kind of the point is a lot of a lot of players missed the European Open because they couldn't they just couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I mean I, I get it. The flight over there, lodging, travel, all, all that stuff costs a lot of money. But if you're a big enough name to feel like you have a shot for the World right. Championships, your sponsors should be covering most of that because. Winning a world championship is, I mean, you, you we have what six six claw discraft stuff because Macbeth won two years ago. Like, was that two years ago already? Damn. Yeah, because Corey Ellis um, last year. Yeah. What? Yeah. Corey Ellis did not win the world championships. <laughs> oh, I thought. We, sorry, I thought you were talking about the European. Open. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's cool. But yeah, he also did win. Uh, the Euro Championship two years ago too, because there's that crazy picture of him like holding up the yeah. Uh, yeah. the axe and looking all feral and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm stoked for Worlds to be in at Nokia uh, Disc Golf Park with a K, not park but disc. Pivot real quick. Are you guys excited or coming to Worlds this year in Lynchburg? Um, I hit so at the probably in like November. I made a f- post on Twitter that I said I was going to go to Worlds if I hit 2,000 followers this year, and uh, I hit it. 
so I have somewhat of an obligation to go. Um, it it kind of depends on what it costs because it's a lot of money to get out there. I'm in Iowa, so it's a so day I drive. Am, I am about an hour north of that, maybe an hour and change from Lynchburg. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're going so to Worlds. I more than likely am going to have to make my way down there. Heck yeah! I mean, it's yeah. It's like we're we're all pretty stoked in that neck of the woods, like. Oh, I bet. Because if anything, uh, you're just stoked because like, oh yeah, I've played that course because it's an hour yeah. away. I mean, like, yeah, of course you play. Yeah, that. have you played? Uh, it's at um, New London yeah. and New the London other Ivy Hill uh, Disc Ivy Hills. or Ivy Hill yeah. Golf Course. Yeah, have you played New London? I, I have. Is it the hardest thing you've ever experienced? Maybe. Oh, it's maybe. Not easy. It's not no. Easy. No, it's it's not easy by any means. Um, I'm not sure if it's the hardest thing I've ever ever experienced, but it's not it's not easy. Damn, um, it, it's I think it's going to be harder than the golf course. Oh yeah, I I watched the um, yeah. uh, Bonanza put out a world's preview video where he did the um, like test tournament that they did for it, where you played two rounds um, okay. at uh, New London and one round at Ivy. Okay, I did. Uh, the was that the Battle of Bedford? Yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. That's, that's also a big deal around here. We haven't done it yet, but that's gotcha. That's one of ones on yeah. our, our list. Dude, I I have East Coast envy. Like, yeah. I just want to be out there because there's. I mean, yeah, some of the coolest people on Twitter are out there, and the rest of them are in Arizona. So, right. I think that's fair. It's, you know, two thirds of us right here. Not, yeah. not that I, I have a strong Twitter uh, presence. But. No, you're around though. Like I see you're you. About you know, like at least 15 followers. So, oh, it's got to be more than that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. My uh, Twitter's been fun over years, but the the disc golf Twitter is something I kind of just got into in the last year or two. Um, and before that, it's wild. Kind of sitting, you know, it was that dead app on my phone for for a while. Yeah. I actually at one point took away all notifications from it. You just had it sitting there because you, you catch yourself just scrolling and like oh, uh -oh. The, whole, the whole world's ending because all day at work today yeah. for no Twitter. particular reason. Yep. Twitter telling me tells me that you do scrolling is crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was like, oh man, I gotta stop looking at this thing. Holy shit. Speaking of which, I have sixteen notifications on Twitter and it's calling my name. Uh -oh. I'll, re uh -oh. I'll refrain. I'll refrain. I have a problem, and that's probably why I've had "quote unquote" success on the platform is because I'm just like, please give me notification. I need validation. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, um, I've uh, turned off like all notifications, and that seems. To I do on my phone because sometimes I'll post something and it'll like it'll blow up, and I just do not want my phone to be going off like that all damn day. Like I'll, I'll a, just, I've yeah. silenced all my notifications on Twitter for probably a year now. What was your uh, best Twitter like content? Because I got my best post you, ever. Yeah, the most uh, likes I ever got for a post was a, a sandwich. I literally made a sandwich <laughs> with a picture of it, and because it was an Alton Brown recipe for corned beef that I use as a Reuben, 
and I tagged Alton Brown and he retweeted it. And then suddenly like all day long, I was getting just blown up. I was like, oh, dude, heck yeah. man, Twitter famous now. Look, 70 people <laughs> like my sandwich. Yeah. 70 um, people like my sandwich. That's and then awesome. I look at the rest of my account like, what is this guy? <laughs> I'm so bad about being on my phone and like, it's, I'm, if I hear it go off, like I want to answer it immediately. And there's, you know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. mainline straight in addicted yeah. to it. So I have to like leave it upstairs sometimes or in another room because yep. I won't pay attention to shit. Other than that. I always feel awful about it. <laughs> shit. I probably shouldn't be uh, DMing you at like 830 in the morning then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just get me started early. I'm like, hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, I, I show up to work and like before I do anything, I like I pull out my phone, check notifications, like because the first hour at work is wasted, right? I'm just sitting on my phone and not doing anything. And uh, uh, boss, if you're listening to this, which you're not, don't fire me. That's what I mean, though. I mean, we were talking about it last episode where it's like I've had this problem my entire life where I jump from I hyper focus on one thing, I obsess over one thing. I bleed it dry and then I throw it away. And the only thing that I've they're ready to refer to your children. I mean, they're in Oklahoma right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the only way that only thing that has ever like stuck with me to the point where like the passion has stayed and I haven't gotten bored with it is disc golf. This, my, my Shank TG account started as a Rainbow Six Siege account. It used to be Rabbit R6, which kind of gave me like the format for the account, right? It was, it was Rabbit R6 to Shank DG. And uh, Spicy shaking your head. Why, you're not a Rainbow Six guy? You Siege kid? Make that I was, uh, yeah, I was really into Siege for about a year. And then I was like, get out of here. And uh, um, so he was shaking his head because he didn't approve. I was shaking my head because I had no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, Rainbow Siege. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a tactical shooter game. It was, I was obsessed with it for a long time, and then uh, yeah, just just constantly pointing. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I've talked about Rainbow Six so much the last couple of days. Don't I don't want that itch again. I've never been a more angry person in my life than when I played that game. Yeah, that's how I feel about Tarkov. Oh, I never even tried it. I wa- I've watched people play it, and it just looks like rage-inducing. Uh, it can be so rewarding when you do well at it. The same with like Rust. But um, Carrie's like I'm Atari. Like Candy Crush is like sick. <laughs> Candy Crush, man. You play Monopoly Go. <laughs> I haven't started playing that one yet. But I keep getting ads for it on the other games. Yeah, I, I'm obsessed with that one right now. I'm usually not a mobile game guy, but Monopoly Go has gotten me. Yeah. But um, um, Retro Bowl is the one that's gotten me. It's a, it's a what fun. was it? Re- Retro Bowl? Retro Bowl, yeah. Metro Bowl, gotcha. Retro, R E T R O. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So basically, like an old Tech Mobile type thing. Spicy, if you keep looking at me like that, I'm coming to Arizona. So uh, that's with a U. Just to pull back to this thought, what you were saying about how like you get hyper focused on something and then mm-hmm. you run it to death and you throw it away. That's kind of what disc golf is because have every player has played disc golf is working on something, right? Like mm-hmm. it's everybody you meet, like, oh yeah, I'm really working on, you know, not 
twitching my hips when I yeah throw a standstill forehand behind my back shot, right? Like everybody's working on that same thing. And you kind of working at one thing forever until you start working on the next thing and, and that's just it's that's a good point. Like maybe that's why this game is so addicting is because there's no you're never done. No. Right? Like with Rainbow Six, like I was like, oh I hit plat. Like what's my next like I can never hit diamond. Like so I, I just tossed it because there was no more ceiling to reach. Maybe that's why disc golf is so I mean, I just hit 800, so I'm done, right? Like, you just hit what? I just hit 800 rated. Like, 800 rated? Oh shit, that's right. I'm I'm done now, right? Like, that's that's the top, right? Yeah, that's the ceiling. That's as high as you can. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, remember Brody Smith's limited edition 800 disc. (laughs) 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 Can you have him add an 800 stamp? That oh, that's so funny. That would be great. It's so good. Oh. <laughs> um, I equate, so the, the kind of learning curve that you're talking about is I, I love documentaries and I love video games. And I watched one, I can't remember the name of it a few years ago, about arcade games. And they were talking about how arcade games were invented and started to become a thing. And they were talking about the perfect arcade game is something like Tetris, where it's easy to pick up but it's nigh impossible to master. And I think mm-hmm. disc golf has that same allure is like AMs like us can go throw a flex shot and then we can watch Simon take a tilt and throw a flex with it. And we're impressed because we understand what it takes. But yeah, we get it. But being able to be that good is very rare. And so I think that's, it's constantly pushes you to be better and better and better. I still don't get it. That's a great point. We were, uh, I was playing tournament last Saturday, and my card, my MA4 card was right behind an MA1 card. So we get up to the tee, and I'm watching these MA1 guys start to drive, and I was like, I don't get it. Like, you're not bigger than me. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what is he doing that he's throwing it 150 feet farther than what I'm doing? Yeah. Without- well, that's, actually, that's actually a great segue because there was a, a segment that we were going to talk about that we didn't get to uh at the top of the show um kind of uh i got something form uh i still can't say it <laughs> i got some form i got some form it's really handy home yeah <laughs> hold on we need to clean of that too to go with my uh, find my hole or whatever <laughs> there we go <laughs> should just we should do a whole commentary rounds as Carl from Sling Blade. Harry <laughs> 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 gets that <laughs> Oh shit, dude! But yeah, so I think this week I want to uh, hammer home something. Um, we all love Green Splatter, right? Like they're the best account on Twitter. They're universally loved. Um, I was a big fan of Blue Splatter and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I fuck it. I so I I regret starting that. I I did the first uh parody account and um the ones that followed just like I did white splatter because you know gross. Um speak for yourself. That <laughs> 
and uh, the ones that fought the the color wheel splatters that came after that uh, have been some of them are good. Like Blue Splatter is one of the best, and uh, the guy who runs that shout out uh, you were mentioned on an episode before. I don't know if you watched this, but uh, one of my favorite people on Twitter. Um, but to come back around to the point. I wrote an article for Green Splatter once upon a time. And uh, I wrote about how uh, your disc golf reach back isn't a real thing. And my biggest pet peeve in form, I've become quite a bit of a form nerd, especially right around that first year of playing, like the end of the first year of playing. And uh, uh, very much recently, again, now that I've um, started my form overhaul, but... uh, so many tutorials on Twitter tell you to reach back, right? That is the number one. So it's kind of convoluted. So when you post a form video and you're like, hey, please roast me. I need to figure out what's wrong with my form. You'll get 70 comments that are saying, that just say rounding. Like you're rounding. What it, that means nothing. Rounding it rounding isn't real. It is, but it's not. It's a symptom, not a cause. The cause almost 90, 99% of the time, the cause is because you're reaching straight back and you're turning your shoulders back and you're essentially starting to walk backwards. And then to pull through, you have to move around your body, which is rounding, right? It's that's where that comes from, is you're moving around your body. And the term reach back is the worst term I have ever heard because instead of reaching back, if you just reach straight out in front of you, I'm left-handed. So if you line up your disc with your right nipple, if you're right-handed, line it up with your left nipple, like reach straight out away from you. And then you throw like bend your elbow and get that whip. It'll fix 99% of rounding issues. And just the term reach back in and of itself is so, it set so many people, but it set me back for a long time because you're like, Oh, I need to reach back. So you're like, you know, the further back I get it, the more, the further it'll go. Right. And then no, you're just walking up backwards at that point, but we'll clean up that segment a little bit. Cause I felt like I was rambling there in the middle, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, rounding. Uh, yeah, good for but, your bank account. Bad for your discount. <laughs> <laughs> With in four installments of 1999, Shank will fix your form. Right. That's all it takes. Right. That's all it takes is your credit card information. <laughs> um, Carrie, how was your last round that you played? Can you, like tell us about it? Because we normally do that, but we didn't get to. So you take you take it today. Okay. Um, so, uh, this morning or today during lunch, I went and played at Whitewater oh, University. Nice. Um, that I, uh, so yesterday I drove from Virginia to Wisconsin, which. To, today you drove yesterday. from? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Damn. That's, a, that's quite a drive. How long is that? Uh, I'll tell you 14 minutes. Or 14 what hours. You, I was at 14. This guy's got the fastest car on the planet. (laughs) Um, 14 hours. Yeah, excuse me. Damn, dude. 14 hours in like 10 minutes. Um, So, yeah, yesterday was a long day. Now, that last 10 minutes is the worst part of the drive. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I do. Today, uh, me and my youngest son, he's 13 now, we went and played 
whitewater. Mind you, we're traveling, so I brought like five discs. Um, and but it was a fun little course. We played like the short tees because technically I was working today, so I did kind of take the hour, <laughs> hourish to play. You know, eighteen <laughs> uh, on the clock. Yeah, exactly. uh, but it was and it was fun, and, and it was a, and of course nothing major. I, I think he beat me by seven strokes. Oh, it was neck and neck. So neck and neck. I almost got him. Next time. Sorry. Sponsored drink might be getting to me. Nice. It's yeah. red, red shanks. You're from Iowa. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I forgot that state. Hey, we all have to remember it exists sometimes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of close by, right? Like, is there any place I should go if I have a free minute? Uh, in in yeah. Iowa? Iowa, Wisconsin area, like. Um, if you end up deep in the middle of Iowa, check out Wildcat. Wildcat, uh, it's ranked fifth in the state for best course in the United States. It's it's a sick course. Bring a buddy and probably a satellite phone because there's no service out there and the hills are insane. If you go out there alone and break your leg, rest in peace. You're done. Okay. Yeah. So but, uh, this, uh, incredible course. If I could completely hijack your show, I was thinking Please. earlier, you, you know, you're joking about like, what are we going to talk to this guy about? Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, hey, so, welcome to every intro to our show. There yep. you go. So I got a segment for you. Okay. Right? I'm, what's, I'm your, in. what's your favorite hole? Favorite disc golf hole to play. Oh, disc golf. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he did. He knows what he did. Uh, my answer would have to be um, I've only played it once, well, twice. I played it for the long and the shorts. Her name is, no. Uh, it's at. Uh, <laughs> it's at uh, stealing my jokes. <laughs> oh, fly my ass yeah. to rural Iowa and stab you. I was gonna let my kids stab. Ooh. There, but I guess God damn, was that you? I was gonna let you. Play. <laughs> that was audible, bro. <laughs> what was? So, that somebody ripped a. Oh, I think you're hearing my. Oh yeah, because my chair's real. Your chair's real squeaky. You're, you're hearing his, his second favorite hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh shit, dude! Oh, what a great question. Oh fuck. Uh, in, all, in all seriousness, um, hole eight at uh, Deerwood Disc Golf Course. It's like I could probably walk there in half an hour. It's just recently got redesigned. I've only played it twice, uh, once from the shorts, one from the longs. But hole eight Deerwood long pad is this incredible hole. It's like, I think it's 430 feet, slight right-hand bend, but right off the tee, it's like you have to throw 20 feet in the air because you're throwing over a hill. It's par four, so I got the I, I did get the birdie, but like that one is going to be a round breaker for a lot of people once that... Once that uh, course comes fully into play 
So uh, I think it might, if I end up ever doing a YouTube video of like a course preview or just like a full round play of me playing something, uh, it'll probably be that course because it just, it deserves all the love. Shout out Mike. The guy who designed it just did an incredible job. That's my answer other than my wife. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Shanks. We love you. Well, I do. <laughs> um, my favorite hole, I would say I really enjoy playing hole seven at Sunray Park here in Ahwatukee, Arizona. It's it's just a nice – it's like 250, 260 feet, I think. And it's just a nice lefty hyzer for me that I can – it's going to be my first lefty ace I can feel. Oh, yeah. 18 with this hand and zero with this hand. So my first lefty one is going to Oh, be you got to get one. I'm working on it. She's <laughs> <laughs> maybe sad. Stop reminding me how I don't have one. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You only have what, was it 18 right-handed aces. 18 right-handed aces. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have zero left. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. Um, if if it's not hole seven at Sunray, it's hole five short at Los Olivos because I've aced it I think six times. <laughs> that is yeah. that was my first ace. The story I told a couple weeks ago, and then uh, it's been five more since then. The absolute shank into the basket. Yeah, the first day score. <laughs> Magic. Man, oh Josh. Someone caught it and threw it into the basket. I think JB, the kid I was talking about earlier, kid, he's older than me, but whatever. <laughs> um, he doesn't like it when I call him that, and I feel bad. So, JB, again, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's just however fur to people. Anyway, he had an ace at Vista Del Camino one time. Um, so, normal Vista Hole 11 is across the water and like through some trees and he threw a judge we heard no chains we heard no metal nothing and we get up and we're looking for his disc and we're like it's in a basket and we were like how the hell did that happen he's like i guess i made it so we counted as an ace for him even though no one saw it (laughs) but we didn't see anybody over there either so i think a little gremlin came and like just picked it up yeah Horse Gremlin. Awesome. Well, thanks for hanging out, Carrie. We had a good time, man. And are you excited yeah. to get that zone? I am pretty excited about it. Um, Heck yeah. If Brian hasn't reached me, out to you already, he should soon. Yeah. I was telling my youngest uh, son, Quinn, by the way, I should say his name. He's, he's a real person. Shout out, uh, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn and Brady are my two boys. Not uh, Brady, though. Not Tom Brady, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually uh, Brady. If you go from oldest to youngest, it's Brady and Quinn, which you probably don't know, remember his name. But I remember him. Brown's remember quarterback, him? right? Yeah, I think so. And okay, nice. Well done. But yeah, I told my wife we couldn't name him Quinn because of Brady Quinn. And she's like, ah, nobody's heard of him. Like, well, <laughs> I've heard of him. Now what? Instantly proven. Um, I'm not even a anyway, football person. Uh, but yeah, I was telling Quentin, I was like, dude, you should have been listening to podcasts. I, I've won this disc. He's like, what'd you win? I told him it was like a fork off uh, zone. He's like, dibs. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Speaking I of like, um, Oh, that's right. We have 
an announcement for our second giveaway winner, which is the signed Haley King Tour Series Stalker. And it's Carrie again. Dibs. Carrie's winning all this. Uh, I call it Dibs. <laughs> dibs. Um, so this is actually at Captain Scarleg, I think, if I'm saying it right. Um, right. We chose your lasagna answer. You said it's one lasagna. You can do a deep lasagna, shallow lasagna. And I don't feel like figuring out what multiple lasagnas sound like. So we like yeah. that. It's lasagna. It's I will reach out to you on YouTube to get your information and get this sent up. And I have to send out another disc to our special movie star mystery guest that we haven't announced yet. Oh. Yeah. Carrie, you'll be the first one to hear that. Other than us. We got a secret super movie star guy coming on the show. Um, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Damn, how'd you guess? That's crazy. I'm super good. Oh, God damn. damn. He's a big time disc golfer. <laughs> I'm just going. Yeah, we're going clear. No, we're going golfing. Uh, we're going clear. Wow! <laughs> Applaud you for that one. Sorry, I know I have a lot of useless knowledge in my brain. Uh, so, Captain Scarlet will reach out. Carrie, thanks again for hanging out, man. We had yes. a blast with you. Thank you guys for having me. It's it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, I've been wanting to say this all podcast. I love that light fixture. Oh yeah. That's that's great. So I'm 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 actually at my in-laws house. Okay, well tell your in-laws they have a great light picture. I I tell them and one last funny thing, I was downstairs where we had this wicked game of Uno going on. We literally ran out of cards. That's how wicked this game of Uno was. But I was like, all right, I gotta go. I got this this thing, and then Mm -hmm. you know, you have each adult says, oh, what do you have? I said, oh, I'm doing this podcast upstairs. I'm like, oh, you're going to be on a podcast? And they come on a podcast. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then you start walking. Someone's like, wait, where's he going? He's like, we're on a podcast. Oh, so everybody's downstairs very excited to know that there's this podcast going on. They've all the got their ear pressed to the door. Yeah, exactly. This and whole time. All of them are like, for what? It's like, for disc golf. They're like, yeah, podcast for disc golf? Like, yeah. 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 talk about anything. Oh, yeah. Hanging Loose Podcast, the podcast for your in-laws. Yes. The podcast that will get your in-laws excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not about disc golf, but definitely excited. (laughs) That is a good picture. I did uh, double check and make sure it wasn't too broke. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate your time, man. It was a great time. Thank you, guys. I I enjoyed it as well. Hopefully I don't kill you. This is episode number five. Yep. Yep. We made it. We made it, Papa. Daddy, we made it. Five Five was a good run. Sorry I killed you. Like that oh, that's okay. We only <laughs> needed to make it to five. Yeah, now we got the discount code. We can ignore everybody else. Yeah, we'll never post again. <laughs> uh, we'll have, next week will be official, and we'll have ad reads for hymns and stop the mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bud. Oh, it's so good. Take it yeah. easy, man. <laughs> I kicked him way to too early. You. Whoops. He's still Hi, down Carrie, there. Love you. Get out of here, Carrie. Bye. Leave. Get out of here. Love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, what a great guy. That was fun. Yeah, he's uh, super nice. I, I, it's so funny that you brought up the light picture because the moment he came on, I was like, oh, I like those lights. But I, <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. So like, people are going to think I'm weird as shit. Oh, fuck it. Producer RV3 is going to be so mad at me. You killed the vibe again this week. Bro, get over it. No. Yeah, well, you know. He can be mad. I'm sure he's going to be mad at my shitty audio until I get a decent microphone. 
Might invest in a new camera too, because uh, this one looks like it's got some weird lighting. I'm so white, I'm throwing off the white balance of my web Yeah, I've got some cheapy. What brand are you? Oh, it's a Microsoft. So, whatever. But um, I stole it from my last job before they fired me. No, the business went under. So he was like, "Take everything and run." Oh, well, that's cool of him at least. So no. give me back everything and run. Yeah. No. I, I left with uh, this monitor and camera. I have Mostly because it was monitor, already here. I have a monitor from... I'm on two different monitors from two different phones. <laughs> they, let, <laughs> they let me take home, and then they just never asked for it back. So yeah. contact me. Ha- happy to bring it back if you want, but uh, you haven't asked for it yet, so I'm just riding that way. Right. Yep. So... Yeah, I immediately called out RV3 and then sniffed a bunch of times. So, we love that for him. Shout, um, shout out, shout out, producer. Yes, doing us a lot of favors. We love you. For yeah, he's really cool. I, mean, I love how you find new ways to tell me my audio sounds like shit every week. <laughs> Keep it up. Like we I'm will not, eventually. Like, get... I'm not aware. I'm on these ten dollar buds. My my day job gave me that I sound like trash. I'm working on it. I promise. Um, no giveaway this week, or did we want to do a giveaway this week? Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't know if we have one. You know what? I have the OTV box at home. Yeah, but we don't know what's in there yet. Well, you might know what's in there, but... I don't. I'm going to go find that later today. Well, there we go. He doesn't know what's in there, so we can't give it away. But I got a really pretty blue grace I can give away. Oh, okay. So, um... Pretty much unthrown, unmarked. Thrown it a few times, but I'm going full MVP, so I don't need it anymore. So one of you motherfuckers can have it. Uh... Sorry, I was waiting for Nico to putt. What were we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. Uh... I wonder if he'll leave that dead air in there. I hope he does, because that's how the whole joke works, producer. Um, um, if you want to get universe. in for the Blue Grace, uh, it's like a baby blue. It's real pretty. Uh, if you want to get in for that, uh, go down in the comments and tell RV3 that you love him uh, and that he's the best person you've ever met and that you want him to be your dad. Yes. those are the, that, those That's are what you have to do. And then we'll pick a comment next week and yeah. uh, he's a winner for the Pretty Blue Grace. Yep, the pretty blue grace. And uh, keep your eye out on Twitter if you follow us there. Um, if you're watching this and you don't follow us on Twitter, I don't know how you got here, and uh, I can give you a map to get home if you want. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Hi, I don't, what's Heiser? Yeah, they're talking back to bed, Grandma. Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm five episodes deep. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All shit. Right, yeah, it's been great. Uh, as always, hang loose, and uh, we're gonna have cut spicy scream off mid for the ending. Scream! Thanks for listening to Hanging Loose, a disc golf podcast. We'll be back again next week. Until then, hang loose. <laughs>